0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Morale Booster with John Uguru. And today I have with me a very intelligent woman, a very passionate uh, writer. She is the founder of a website called www.writeyourbook.tips. Her name is Denise Renee. And uh Denise Renee will be talking to us about how the journey started. And she will be telling us a lot about her experience so far. So, Denise Renee, thank you for joining me on the program.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: My pleasure. So, Denise Renee, uh, my listeners will be so eager right now to hear from you. Could you please tell us who you are and what exactly you do? I know I already mentioned what you do. Well, you will be in a better position to extend it better to us. <laughs> so the floor is yours.
1: Well, thank you. I feel like I'm a little Shaka Khan, kind of like, I'm every woman. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, bring it on. <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> there are a lot of facets to my life. Um so I'll just you know start throwing out titles. Uh, for one thing, you know I'm a mom. I have a an eight year old son. I am a writer. I'm a creative individual. I'm a singer, musician. Um, I, Whoa. Back in the day, <laughs> fun fact, I put out an independent CD way back when. And people Whoa. are still waiting for my sophomore CD. I'm like, yeah, keep <laughs> waiting for it because um, I can't tell you when it's coming. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So you see, my listeners, I told you we have so many interesting <laughs> people coming on this program. So Renee is going to blow our mind this This afternoon. Yeah, Yeah, she's got so much under her sleeves.
1: I I really do. Um, You know, I'm an educator as well. Um, I have my master's in teaching and I started my career in teaching. And I'm actually in the process of uh, going back into teaching. Um, I just decided that, you know what? Having a similar schedule as my son is an advantage. So, um, yeah, let's do that.
0: Right, right that's a good one yeah <laughs> so you say he's eight years he
1: is eight years old
0: oh okay so have you started teaching him how to write as well he
1: is super into he he's a creative like me and he loves um, roblox and he likes yeah creating creating those little worlds in roblox um he likes to draw and create little comic books and things like that and i promise you he swears he is a youtuber and i'm like bruh (laughs) he'll he'll record videos on his tablet and at the end he goes don't forget to like and subscribe and i'm like "Whoa, no one's watching your (laughs) video but i feel like and he wants to do all of these videos that he sees with um, other YouTube creators who record their YouTube. And I'm like, as the marketer in me, because I have over 10 years of marketing experience, the marketer in me is like, well, you know, there's a million people doing that. What can you that do that's a little bit different? I can't have that conversation with him just yet because he's yes. eight <laughs> and, and he just wants to do what he wants to do. But I see myself in another couple of years probably helping him start his own YouTube channel and, okay. um, you know, help him to start... Understanding that he can create sources of income from his creativity, because right now he says, "I don't want to grow up because I don't want to work." I'm like, <laughs> you know, working can be fun. <laughs> I'm like, yes. mommy enjoys what she does. Some of the things that she does, yes. when it comes to the writing and the creative things that I do, I love it. So, I, it, it's it's something that I really want to show him that he can have a career as a creative. Um, oh, okay.
0: and,
1: you know, really help people with it or touch people with it and make money in the process. So, right. That's right. A, that's something that's doing in the back of my head.
0: Well, you shouldn't allow that linger for too long, you know. No, yeah. Because, no. yeah at eight, that's the formative age. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right now you should start giving him that nudge towards yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of people believe in just allowing your kids grow up, you know, and allowing them choose what they want. You know, I'm a Nigerian. Mhm. And um, we grew up knowing that our parents identified our interests when we were much younger, and they always give us that knowledge. If they notice, like, for instance, you like to be a doctor, you want to be a police officer, you want to be an engineer, they will start telling you from that oh, day yeah. that they noticed it that you will be the doctor.
1: You know, I, that's kind of similar to how I grew up. Um, My family's from the Caribbean and my mom will tell you up and down that she discovered my writing gift. Okay. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Kind of discovered like Christopher Columbus discovered America. I'm like, well, it was always there, but okay. Um, (laughs) But it's something that she always did encourage. And she actually is the one who suggested that after college that I should go and get my master's and start teaching. So yeah, uh these, these yeah, yeah, yeah. So you so you so you I understand know. where I'm coming from. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay, that's a good one. So for how long have you been? I know you have some tech background, some tech experience. So yeah. um how have you been putting both the tech and the uh did you work for any tech companies as a tech rep or as an IT person?
1: No. Um, the last corporate job that I had was with a software um, consulting firm, and they, they, had, um, they offered software like ERP, um, enterprise resource planning software, um, HR software, all that kind of stuff. Um, but really, me picking up a lot of tech actually started out with music. Um, very early on, one of my degree, yeah, one of my degrees, <laughs> um, one of my degrees is in music. My I double majored in English and music and I learned how to, you know, record in a studio and, you know, I started all that stuff in college. And when I came out of college a couple years after I did, I went to a school in New York. It's not there anymore, but, um, it's called the, it was called the Institute of Audio Research. And I studied to be an audio engineer And I used to um, run the sound in my church. I used to uh, lead the the music team there. So I was dealing with the musicians and the music and the singers and all the tech. And so it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of been something that's always been there. And then recently with me moving my business to um, using a lot more videos, um, having to just sort of learn, you know, lighting and, and, and all kinds of different things. So... It's just something, it, I've, I've just picked up some tech skills along the way to help me accomplish whatever it is that I needed to accomplish. Right. That's a good one. But I wouldn't like call myself a technician. I, if anything, the, the, the label I would give myself is a creative entrepreneur.
0: Right. Thanks for letting us know about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So let's go back to your writing part, mm-hmm. your writing portfolio, mm-hmm. uh, because I'm actually writing a book. Okay. It's, it's my first time Yay. trying, you know, so I know I have so many jargons in there. Well, well, so do you, do you work with starters or you only work with people who are already established?
1: No. So I work with people who have written a book before or with people who this is their first time writing a book. I yeah. Like so people, people, like people like myself.
0: Exactly. We'll have a lot of jargons in the in the, in, the,
1: in the story. <laughs> so I i work as a ghostwriter, as an okay. editor, and as a writing coach. So depending on what a person wants to do, what that author wants to do, some authors don't have the time or the skill to do their own writing, so they would hire a ghostwriter. Okay. Um, other people want to be the one to write their book. They feel like, oh, you know, ghostwriter, it's not my words which is not really accurate, but that's okay. I mean, that's their perception. They want to write the book, but they just need that guidance and accountability. So I provide that with writing coaching. Other people will, you know, do all the writing themselves and then want to hire an editor to say, here, clean this all up. (laughs) So, you know, I'll, I'll work with people in one of those three capacities oh okay
0: that's a good one mm-hmm. i i'm pretty sure you just got a client in me but I will <laughs> uh, yeah we'll discuss that off camera no problem yeah so i, I was you know I've, I've done a lot of work though but
1: mm-hmm.
0: i still need some assistance right oh, all right
1: okay. I'm here
0: for. yeah okay that's a good one so what about the work-life blend how do you how, what would you say about that
1: i'm sorry What's work-life blend? That doesn't exist in my
0: work. I can imagine that.
1: I, I, I mean, I, I keep my hands pretty busy um, between my son, between client work, and, you know, something that I, about a couple, what was it, about three years ago, I quit my, the last corporate job that I was telling you about, and um, I quit so that I could work on my writing business full-time. I had been freelancing alongside of it for a while. And I had come at a crossroads at, with that company as well. And it was just time to go. <laughs> right. um, so I was like, you know what, let's, 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 let's do this. So get it I, done. <laughs> yeah, I, I jumped out of the plane without a parachute and then I was like, Oh, I, I need to build a parachute <laughs> <laughs> on the way down. <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, you know, but I'm, in the process of, of, uh, you know, being a full-time entrepreneur in the last three years, um, it's definitely had its ups, it's had its downs, it's had its sideways. It's had, um, times where, um, you know, I've had my plate full with projects and times yeah. where it's been crickets right. <laughs> and then, you know, a little bit in between. And so, um, I'm like, okay, all right. So <laughs> there's yeah. just a lot of things that I've just had to figure out in, uh, since then so at this point in time I've just kind of made some other decisions where I'm like okay I need to always just make sure no matter what I you know I have multiple skills multiple gifts let's use them and make sure we always keep you know money kind of flowing in oh and yeah yeah because
0: yeah. the bills have to be paid whether the, you know, like that well, or not. I can't t- I can't <laughs>
1: tell the like you know Georgia Power that oh you know my client my client project is done, so I'm not going to have any money for you. Like, they're just not going to feel that. So right. they're like, okay, you have no money for us? We have darkness for you.
0: So, <laughs> They'll be so glad to do that.
1: <laughs> so, you know, I'm just like, all right, it is what it is. But so for me right now, I'm just always, if my eyes are open, I'm working. Um, or, you know, I do try to make time. Um, like Sunday is my day where I try not to do any work. Um, when I'm with my son, you know we go out, we hang out, we do things after church and stuff like that. so right. try to be the the chill day, but pretty much if it's Monday through Saturday, if my eyes are open i'm I'm working on something
0: right, you know that's that's the life of an entrepreneur, you know, especially when one is still not in the business
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know you you definitely, can hardly you, know, you can hardly have time to relax
1: part of my challenge has been that I started off one way with my business and I have subsequently narrowed my focus and narrowed my focus and gotten more clarity for myself. So I feel, even though it's been around for a little while, I feel like I'm just now tapping into my message, tapping into um, my, you know, really creating a brand. Like I just before I was just offering services and I still get, people referring business to me for things that I, I used to promote years ago. Right. And it's been very powerful, a powerful lesson for me because I'm like, okay, I still get people coming to me for resumes. Um, I still get people coming to me for copywriting, um, like doing sales pages and things like that on their website. Yeah. Um, not that I turn that away, but I'm like, wow, this is what I was promoting three and four years ago. So now I'm really promoting, you know, that I'm helping people with books and it can be sometimes a little bit of a slow go when you're, you're just starting out, but I, I, I keep going. What motivates me to keep going is that just imagine in three or four years, the grind that you're doing now, it's going to be paying off. People will be coming to you. You won't be like doing so much of a push with your message. Your message will now be more established. The right. pull, and so people, you know, people and projects and things like that will be coming to me. So, I I stay encouraged on the grind because I'm like, okay, it's gonna yeah. pay off. Just wait,
0: just right. wait, it's gonna pay off. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You know, so um, to my listeners out there, if you are actually paying attention, what she's saying is very powerful. You know, when you're starting off. Forget about being myopic in your thinking. Forget about instant remuneration. Always think of longevity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know because the grinding is always part of it. So if it comes really easy, then you have to be you have to be very careful. It really wouldn't last. So you have to go through the process, take time out, understand your business, understand the grind, understand what your clients want etc. You know, so I just want you to keep paying attention. We're gonna learn so many things from her. So yeah, thank you for, for sharing that with us. No okay. So um are you interested in mentoring people or you know for like first for for people who want to get into the writing business. Mm-hmm. At this stage are you prepared to start guiding people on how to get started, you know, can it be used as a second income or like an alternative income stream?
1: Sure. Definitely. Excuse me. I, anyone who's interested in, in starting a business, especially a heavily serviced based business, I would definitely say you should start it while you still have your full time career because a business requires money to fund itself you need to market that business promote that business it needs its own you know um you know it needs its own website it needs its own stuff so it, at the beginning you have to kind of it's like it's like a child you have to fund that child's lifestyle for 18 right. years right, right? That's true. until they get to a point where they can turn around and say hey mom hey dad here's you know a few bucks for this or or what yeah. um so I th- that would be my first thing. Um, the second thing, you know, I there was, there is actually someone who um, I met a couple of years ago when I was doing a lot of networking events, and she was a little bit, you know, when I met her, she was like, you know, I really love writing, but, you know, I, I want to start this business, but I'm really nervous, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I don't know if I have all the experience I need. And, mm. you know, I just encouraged her along the way. We didn't have a formal mentoring situation. But, um, you know, over the years, I've really watched her grow, watched her grow in confidence. And um, to the point where now I hire her sometimes when I need help on, on um, gotcha. extra projects. Right. So, um, you know, I, I, mentoring and helping people is something that really comes easily to me, um, especially as, as a teacher. Um, it's just kind of what I do. It's part of who I am, you know. But I I don't have like a formal mentoring program per se. Um, The the formal mentoring I guess that I do would be would come in the fact of me actually doing writing coaching for people. So that's more so them helping them on their specific project, not necessarily them coming into the business of writing. But I mean, I've got tons of information and tons of resources if um, someone's like, hey, I want to get started in the writing business. Yeah, I've got lots I can share.
0: Okay, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, so uh, you already talked about encouraging people not to give up their employment if they want to start doing this as a business. So mm-hmm. they should hold on to their employment. Hold on to that work.
1: health insurance, honey. Yes. Because none I got time for paying these crazy health insurance prices. Right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo, sir. Yeah, okay. So we talked about that. So what about for those people who are having, you know, they know they have a passion for writing, mm-hmm. but they're having these limiting beliefs that mm. they do not know what entrepreneurship holds for them and are finding it difficult to even try. You know, mm-hmm. they don't even want to register a business name, they don't even want to start reaching out to people for business, but they have those gifts. But for some reasons, there is a mental block that they cannot do it. So what's your advice for people like that?
1: Um, I In that, I hear two different things. There could be people who want to start a writing business, and then there could be people who want to write books as a second source of income. So maybe they're interested in writing fiction or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in either case, I... For anything for, for anything whether it's writing or any other kind of business or idea there has to be the point where you believe in yourself enough to take the first step right and that first step might be hey i I'd, I'd really like to do this i don't feel like i know enough then that first step might be to educate yourself find books find podcasts find yeah. websites find, um, you know, a mentor or something like that. People who are doing what it is that you want to do, start following them, start listening to them. How did they get started? And start and and pick an action and just take the first step. You know, you cannot, you know, um, eat an elephant in, in one go. You have just right. have to eat the elephant, bite, bite, bite. So it may seem huge and insurmountable, but no matter what goal you want to accomplish, it just happens step by step so just take that first step and if that first step is just getting educated on what it is that you want to do then that's your first step
0: okay that's a good one that's a good one all right so what's your opinion about this platform you know because typically um i always like to ask people what they think about what i'm doing you know bringing people on board to talk to people out there, help them identify, you know, their strengths and their weaknesses. So what do you think about it?
1: No, I, I really love anything where people are looking to help other people. Um, it, like I said, that's just kind of a, a natural thing for me. Um, and I, I gravitate to towards um, people who are doing that or platforms that are are, are sharing that type of knowledge. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. And I did get a chance to co- watch a couple of the episodes. So i was like, okay, all right, let's go. And, you know, yeah. finding out about very interesting people who I would have never known about before. So I, I think it's really awesome. Okay. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And I've been watching your videos on Instagram. They're awesome. You know, great videos. <laughs> You're coming out so strong. You know, when I see the videos, I smile. I say, yeah, she's going <laughs> to be on my program. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a very powerful one. I like that. I like nice. what you're doing. Keep Thank doing you. what you're doing, and uh, like you know, I don't need to tell you. Whatever we're doing consistently mm-hmm. will definitely pay off.
1: Oh, most of certainly, most certainly. Right, right.
0: Okay. So um, you're on Instagram. What other social media are you on?
1: my main social media platforms are my main social media platform is really Facebook. That's where I get more views on my videos. Um, and, but more people contact me through Facebook. Um, I do have a presence on Instagram. I just started that account, maybe a couple of months ago. Um, I haven't been showing it the love that I should be showing it, but you know what I, and, and I also have a YouTube account. Um, I deleted my Twitter account last year because I was just like, I, oh. and one thing I would say to anyone who feels overwhelmed by social media because um, in my last job, I was a social media manager and I also used to advise people on, on social media and help them get um, you know clients through social media and stuff like that. Oh. My thing is whatever business you, you want to promote or your brand or your message that you want to promote, Figure out which platform is your target audience on. Are they younger than maybe TikTok or um Snapchat might be the platform for you? Are they kind of middle aged and older? Then Facebook might be the one for you. Um, are they kind of millennials? Instagram might be the thing for you. Um, are you looking for your your uh videos to have a long term reach and and uh you know, pop up in Google, then YouTube might be the platform for you. So the thing is, you got to know where your audience is and focus, focus. And it's okay to focus on one social media platform Um, because it it could be, especially if you're a small or a one person shop, you cannot do everything. right? right? But as long as what you're doing is effective, then do that. So my I put the majority of my effort right now onto Facebook. as I grow and expand, you know I'm going to hire out uh, social media managers so that they can help me be more effective on the other platforms. Wow. but um yeah I, I just I, okay, <laughs> I, I just refuse to stress out because and the thing is is that you also have to stay on top of the changes. That these platforms are continuously making and it's so important that no matter what those platforms are doing that you figure out a way for the audience that you're growing and developing get them off that platform and into your own you know email list or text marketing list so that now you have their contact information and you can have conversations with them outside of social media because if any of those platforms shut down today or put a strike on your account or anything like that your business could be dead in the water right you want to always just make sure that you're inviting people off of social media and into your own world into your own communication um you know devices and yeah because that way you have a business otherwise (coughs) bless you you know you do not want to be at the mercy of facebook which right. owns half the social, the most popular. So, I mean, Facebook owns Instagram, they own WhatsApp. I mean, they, they own it all. So yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. want to be mercy about, you know,
0: that's, that's a good advice. You know, uh, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, at times it overwhelms me.
1: It's overwhelming. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But because of the kind of person I am, I've been able to just say, this is the one I want to focus on. Mm -hmm. So at a point, you know, I feel maybe I'm not doing enough. But for the fact that I am going based on my plans, you know, I have a goal to focus on a particular one. You know, I just feel, okay, no problem. Later Mm -hmm. on, I could face the others. But so what you've said has reassured me that I'm not doing the wrong thing. I'm doing the right thing. So That's good.
1: Awesome. I like that
0: thank you so uh, well I really do appreciate you for joining me on the program to my listeners we're going to be giving you so many wonderful people like her we're we'll bringing them on board so you can learn one or two things from anybody who comes in and if you have any comments please feel free to reach out to me if you are interested in writing your book please reach out to Dennis Renee. She will be able to help you from start to finish.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yes, I am so sure I will reach out to her because I'm writing my own book. So let's do that. Let's help ourselves. Let's make the world a better place. And she just said something about networking. If you're starting a business, networking is key. That is key. Yeah, because it is from your network that you will get the best business.
1: Absolutely. All right?
0: Yeah, so whatever you're doing, keep doing it, keep grinding. Forget about instant gratification. It always disappoints. You know, always think of longevity. And um, do you have any social, you want to give us your social media handle?
1: Sure. So people can connect with me on Instagram using at writeyourbooktips. You can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash write your book tips. And you can visit my website at www.writeyourbook.tips. And if you want to check out my YouTube channel, I'm I'm desperately trying to grow my little YouTube channel. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, You can find me at youtube.com forward slash Denise Renee copywriter.
0: Awesome. That's a great one. And you guys know where to always find us. You can use the hashtag T-B-M-J-U, so the moral booster J-U, hashtag T-M-B-J-U. I repeat, hashtag T-M-B-J-U, so it simply means the morale booster with John Lube. All right. So thank you, Dennis Rene, for joining me on the program. And I look forward to having you on so many other episodes in the future.
1: Sure thing. Thank you so much for having me.
0: My pleasure. All
1: right. Have a wonderful rest of your day.